to Keep It Weird, the podcast for all things strange and unusual, crazy and cuckoo, sappy and silly, and everything in between. Each week we get together to talk about something weird, but this week is an exception. Our scheduling ended up a little wonky at the end of this month here heading into September, so we didn't have an episode for you this Friday. But it's Friday. What are we, monsters? Keep it weird is how you know the weekend's here. So, I picked a bonus episode for you that I thought you'd enjoy. He's been a busy, busy bee this year with work and surgeries, so we haven't had the pleasure of hearing his voice on the podcast that often. So, I chose an episode of Keep It Seared with Handsome Joe, where I share a collection of strange facts with him and see how he feels about them. No surprise, he has a few opinions. (laughs) This episode is called Dead Hair Don't Care, and we learn about things like, do astronauts get life insurance? Why did the first fast food drive-thru open? And we even speculate on why human beings like the game of tag. If you ever have a strange fact you'd like Joe to react to or a question for our recurring segment, Ask Me Everything, shoot us an email at keepitweirdpodcast at gmail.com with strange fact or ask me everything as the subject line or or call us at 626-686-1821 and leave us a message with your fact or question there. And then we can play your question on the episode and it'll be like you're recording with us. Anyway, next week we've got two incredibly cool special guests for you. If you're a patron of the show, you know who they are. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, go get those perks at www.patreon.com slash keepitweirdpodcast where you'll also get access to two bonus episodes just like this one every month. Then we've got some killer eps to get us through September and then guess motherfucking what? It's spooky time. I feel it. I feel it. I'm alive. (laughs) Anyway, please enjoy this episode, and Lauren and I will see you in a week. Happy September, weirdos. Welcome to Keep It Seared, the place for searing hot meat and a hot head who loves to eat it. My name is Ashley, and this is my fiance, Joe. Am I the hot meat? You're the hot head that loves to eat the hot meat. Oh, ooh, that's hot. Yeah, that's hot. Let's see where this goes. Let's see where this goes. All right, okay, I'm listening. We missed you guys last month. Lauren did the bonus episode with her sister, and it was actually a really fantastic episode. So if you guys haven't listened to that yet, make sure that you do. I told Joe all about it. Yes. Um, Lauren's sister is just like the sweetest person. This is Keep It Seared. We are your $5 bonus episode. And this week, I've got a lot of fun, crazy facts for Joe that I think are either going to blow his mind or prove to me how much more he knows about everything than I do. Can you just pretend like you don't know the stuff I'm going to tell you? Okay. Roger. I'm Like, in. even if you know, dumb. just be like, I don't know. Like, and then be like, what? That? Are you serious? What's carbon? What's, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> we did what? Okay. All right. Noted. Thank you. I actually remembered I have a video for you at some point. I got to get it queued up. So just entertain our listeners. All right. Well, um, 
Let's see, uh, the old gray mare just ain't what she used to be, ain't what she oh, used wow. to be, ain't what she used to be, but the, the old gray, oh God. What it's is hap- that? I'm having a nightmare. Oh God. <laughs> just, yeah, I mean, it's it's something. It's either like a bastardized version of the real thing or it's the real thing that soaked into my brain at one point. Couldn't tell you what it's from or. Wow. Yeah. To, to, knowing me, it's probably from The Simpsons. <laughs> As embarrassing as it is to say that 70% of my personality was shaped by The Simpsons, um, it's true. Okay, I'm all queued up. Thank you for entertaining them with that song. I did what I could, <laughs> you know? The, you know, the, the show must go on. I really thought you were going to pull something else out, but instead it was a children's tune. Yep. And I'm okay with it. So Full of surprises. I have these in no particular order. We're well, just going to chat. If they're not in order... I swear to God. Um, Okay, good. Do you know why the first drive-thru was invented? Uh, You can guess. I'm going to guess. Okay. I'm going to say they were doing construction on the inside of the establishment. No, that's a really good guess, though. Okay. This is wonderful. I had no idea. It was at a McDonald's, obviously. Obby. McDonald's is Obby. the king of fast food. Yeah. Oh, no matter what you disagree you think. with that, you're yeah. wrong. If you disagree with that, read the various read the Bible. operations budgets. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see who's playing chess and who's playing checkers. Obviously, the drive-through was invented. Uh, you know, it's easy. We're a lazy species. Very. That's what you would assume. Yes. Like, oh, it's it's ease. Gotta no. be, yeah, yeah. I would definitely go the cynical route for right? sure. Uh, but it, it wasn't. So the first drive-thru was installed in a McDonald's based in Sierra Vista, Arizona, which was right next to the Fort Huachuca military installation. Sure. Is that? Okay. I thought you were going to be like, Ashley, it's I don't know that this. one. Um, actually, actually, Ashley, it's, it's pronounced. <laughs> which uh, is Hopi for, no, I don't know what that okay, is. Okay. Well, it was based in Sierra Vista, Arizona, which is right next to a military base. So what was happening was military rules at the time forbid the soldiers from wearing their military uniforms in public. Mm. And they weren't going to like go home, change clothes just to run to McDonald's, just to go back to base and get back into their fatigues. So the restaurant manager, David Rich, came up with a solution. He cut a hole in the wall. To allow members of the military to pick up their orders without getting out of the car. So this was an idea that was hatched by the manager of one, of spe- one, McDonald's. Of one specific McDonald's. Yeah. That is awesome. Isn't that cool? And I hope that that guy got a corner office somewhere. Seriously. So yeah, so basically like the military guys weren't allowed in like civilian areas in their uniforms. Huh. So what, they, when is this? What what era? Ooh, let me look it what, up. Hold d- on. Or what decade? I should say. I'm gonna guess. Take a guess. Sixties, seventies, seventies. Hold on. There's a thousand pop ups. Hold on to your uh, butts. 1975. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. I win the podcast. <laughs> Says, Shut it down. Uh, I won. Uh, fast food dark ages. Da 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 da. The at the counter ordering didn't end, but basically it was January twenty fourth, nineteen seventy five. Wow. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, first of all, it was just um, just for the military to drive through. It was just for them, like military members only. 
but it and caught on like, so fast. A minute. Yeah, like everyone was like, "This fucking rules." Wait, hold on a second. Let's do this everywhere. We just stumbled onto something. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty crazy. There's a great picture too. I'll turn it towards you. Look at that old McDonald's. Oh wow, yeah. Oh, and this actually says in late 1974 is when corporate heads started designing the drive-through, mm. as opposed to this this one guy cutting a hole inside yeah. of his building, which is essentially what he did. Yeah. So, like late 1974 is when it got up to corporate, and they were like, "Maybe we should work with this. Maybe we should try to design something." That's pretty cool. I thought so. Okay, <clears throat> moving on. Next. We. Pff, dang. Next. Next. We uh we actually just went through a drive-through. So if you hear any little a little ice shaking around, that's my caramel macchiato cuz I'm a, a basic bitch. That's a that's an expensive coffee for a real cheap a gal. $5 coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. What help? There's a blanket that's being that's attacking it truly your beloved Ashley. Me. Yeah. What area of the human body or a quarter of our bones in. Foot. Damn, you did it. It's the foot. And I knew this. Like, I knew our feet had a lot of bones, but I didn't bones. realize it was, like, yeah. literally most of our yeah. bones. There's a whole bunch of little boys in there. Little boys and girls. <laughs> little boy bones. Little boy and girl bones floating around in there. Yep. There are 26 bones in each foot. 26. Wow, I didn't think there were that many, but. So that's 52 bones in both feet out of 206 total bones in your body. Amazing. It's a quarter of your bones. It's yeah. technically more. It's like 25.3% of your bones. Or in your feet. Wow. It, which may sound like, wow, well, that's crazy. But if you think about it, like everything our feet do. Oh, yeah. The, there, a lot is asked of our feet. Yeah. So thank your feet. Thank your feet today, guys. Yeah. Yeah, so the the bones and joints also allow your feet to absorb and release energy efficiently, and it's one of the reasons humans can outrun any other animal on Earth in an endurance race. Mm. Not speed, mm -hmm. obviously, well, but we can run longer than any other that's animal. That's how there are uh, uh, tribes that exist to this day in Africa that, uh, they could outrun. That, that that hunt their game by ambushing and then endurance outrunning uh, various, you know, apex predators, basically, you know, like things like cheetahs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They get them in the middle of the day when the sun is at its hottest. And, and they're, then, they're thirstiest. And they, and, yeah. And the, the, you know, whatever animal it is will run away from them and try to stop and rest and they catch up and the animal has to get up and run and try to rest and get up and run. And eventually gives it's, up. It's just exhausted to the point where it can't run anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And there are tribes that hunt that way to this day. And it's also a really fascinating glimpse into our history and our evolution and how we became essentially the apex predator. You think that's why we like tag? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. It's a great it reminds game. us. Realize the last time I when was the last time you played tag? Um, grades. Well, here's the thing. In high school, we did a really fun thing no drugs or alcohol involved cool i know we were nerds but we would play flashlight tag in the creepy park that i took yeah you to. that's right that's fun and that was fucking awesome yeah, that's fun but like tag tag like with your hands tag i can't remember grade school yeah maybe probably. high school that used to be a blast yeah did you ever have that kid that was like you didn't i touched the same oh everybody has, every school has that kid 
the one who's like, we saw you get, we all saw you get tagged, Brandon. And he's like, no, no, he did, he didn't get me because, because when I, because when I turned, he. Yeah, every school has that. I game. feel like I had a an unfair disadvantage because you didn't care. <laughs> one, I didn't care, but also I, have, uh, growing up, I had really long hair, and oh. they would always tag my hair and i was like that's barely fair yeah that's pretty lame right yeah and that was my argument it was like you touched my hair pretty it's lame. like i still touched you and it's like my fucking hair doesn't count it's not even alive actually is hair alive or is it is hair alive yeah is it yeah, uh, well uh, i mean it's interesting to say because doesn't hair continue to grow after you die yeah but i don't know if the actual like the hair is alive right oh i mean well, Here, I, hold I think on. That's, Guess what? I have yeah. a I have a computer with every single Let's piece see. of Let's information. Let's do it in real time. Is hair alive? I love moments like this because you know someone's listening to the podcast f- just freaking out in their car because they know the answer. Oh, yeah. And it's so that's, frustrating to listen to people, people being who like, have a podcast be like, I don't know. And you're like, how do you not know this? Well, guess what? It's not. So tiny blood vessels at the base of every follicle feed the hair root to keep it growing. But once the hair is at the skin surface, the cells within the strand of hair aren't alive anymore. Aha. So the hair you see on every part of your body contains dead cells. The hair is not. Ew. Ew. Get this dead hair off of me. Get this fucking dead hair off of me. I have so much dead hair on my body. Oh my fucking God. Okay, you know what sucks about America? <laughs> Let me count the ways. Let me count the ways. One. Um, our earlier astronauts couldn't get life insurance for their families. They <laughs> yeah. could not get a life insurance well, as, policy. As, as, as an insurance uh, agent myself, um, that checks out. Because <laughs> uh, they're obviously... Like, oh, yeah, no insurance company is touching the first guy going into seriously, space. Seriously, they're no. obviously doing an extraordinarily fucking that's, dangerous that's thing. That's pure risk. No. Yeah, but it's like they're fucking astronauts, man. But, but it's a business. Yeah, so um, they could not get life insurance for their families. That has changed since because now they are government employees, and also a lot of them are military service members. So yes. that's nice. They can they can now USAA, get USAA right. But here's what's crazy. So I'm talking about like Neil Armstrong, like the Apollo 11 crew. Sure. Neil Buzz. They did not have the option. <laughs> Neil, Buzz, the, the other, other guy, one. Mike. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Ooh, see, see, don't make fun of I me for remember. not knowing. His I can't name. remember. <laughs> Shoot, he Mike? stayed in the module. Yeah, he stayed. He was the one that didn't get to go down. Didn't get to land. I feel terrible for that guy, but there's a reason why nobody remembers his name. Mm-hmm. And it's unfair, but it is what it is. It is what it is. That's life, man. Uh, n- guess what his fucking name is? Mike. Michael Collins. Michael Collins. I nailed it. Knew his name was Mike. Ugh. Anyways. Anyway. They could not get um any sort of sure. insurance. And they faced a real, real chance that they would not return from the moon safely. Oh, like, they uh, kind yes. of knew they that weren't coming back. That was the more back. likely outcome. Yeah. It was kind of a, a nice surprise when they, they made it back alive. So, due to the extreme danger that they were about to face... And they couldn't take out life insurance policies. So what they did was they signed hundreds of autographs, which their families would have been able to sell if they didn't make it home. 
Brilliant. So they lit all of them signed, just that like is, signed. And hundreds. you know what? That is the exact kind of problem solving that I would expect from people associated with the founding of NASA. Hell yeah. Yeah. So uh, luckily, those life insurance uh, autographs were not needed, but today they show up still sometimes in space memorabilia auctions and they sell for as much as $30,000 a pop. Wow. Yeah. In the nuts. That's awesome. I know. You're, I got to. You're crushing this episode um, so far. Thank you so much. You really are. I'm kind of participating in and enjoying this episode as it unfolds. Yeah. You continue to impress, Ashley wow, Cassidy. thank you. Hey, you guys should check out our new podcast. It's coming out on August 2nd. It's it called sure Ask is. Me Everything. Um, our Instagram is at Ask Me Everything Podcast. Our Patreon. We are going to have a Patreon with a bonus episode every month. There's just going to be, I think right now, we're just starting with like five bucks. You want to donate five bucks to the podcast, you get a bonus episode. And uh, we might expand later, but that's kind of all we have time for now with Keep It Weird and this show. Uh, but we're going to have a bonus episode every month. It's going to be really funny. I think what we're going to be doing for that is I think we're going to be doing Am I the Asshole questions, which for anyone who doesn't know what Am I the Asshole is, you should get excited yeah. because it is fucking insane. Yeah. And I can't wait to see what Joe has to say about it. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's co- The reckoning is coming. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, check that out, guys, please. Okay, moving on. I have three more things. This is like a short little thing. I don't really have anything to say about it. I just learned about it and it kind of blew me mind. So blew it blew, me, it, it blew, blew me mind. It blew me mind when I heard it. I first heard the news and it blew me mind. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a volcanic eruption in 1883 that uh, was called Krakatoa. The Krakatoa volcanic sure, eruption. Yep, it was huge. It. it was so loud that it ruptured eardrums of people 40 minutes away and it traveled around the world four times and it was clearly heard 3,000 miles away, which is like standing in New York and hearing a sound from San Francisco. Can you imagine? You can't hear this listening, but I'm blinking incredulously. Wow. Can you imagine? No. That's terrifying. Hearing a sound. When was this? 1883. Holy crap. And it was, uh, so the Krakatoa, Krakatoa. Not to be confused with Croatoa. Not, not to be confused with Croatoa, which is a mysterious word carved into a tree that was probably supposed to be Croatoan. That's the obvious uh, answer. Mm-hmm. But so many people are like, what does it mean? It's like, I don't know. It's just missing an N to be the local <laughs> native tribe. Yeah. Yeah. That was someone came up one letter short before a, a hatchet was buried into the back of their skull. So um, the 1883 eruption of Krakatoa, it's, it was in Indonesia. So luckily it wasn't as populated as like 2021 United States. <laughs> yeah, sure. So it wasn't. And it's also f- far removed from, mm-hmm. you know. It still killed 36,000 people. Man, oh, man. Yeah, it's still it's one of the deadliest and most destructive volcanic events in recorded history. Yeah, but I was mostly focused on I heard that the the fact about the sound and I went because I can't imagine sitting in L.A. hearing a boom and finding out that it was a natural disaster that happened in New York City. Yeah, that is like Gadzooks. Yeah, get me off That's, this planet. And I've soiled myself territory. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. 
Okay, so this is wild, and maybe I just like wasn't paying attention, and everyone knows this already. Um, but did you know that we found something kind of huge under the World Trade Center buildings after 9-11? Like kind of huge as in like important, or kind of huge as in like the size? Both. Okay, lay it on me, sis. So after the towers fell, and we cleaned away the rubble, and we were building the memorial. Yeah. So this was... Oh, I went and visited that multiple yeah. times while they were building it. So this is like what, 2000... What, what year was that so, then? I don't know, oh, 10? Oh, 08, oh, 09, yeah. 10, somewhere around there. We started building a parking garage for the new World Trade Center Tower, and excavators discovered the remains of a large wooden ship that was built using timber that had been harvested from Pennsylvania around 1773. Whoa, this is like, this is New Amsterdam. This isn't even New York. This yeah. is New Amsterdam. Yeah. Whoa. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Oh my God, that's my favorite favorite stuff you should see the pictures of it it's like literally like the rubble of the world trade center essentially and there's a big boat and a giant vessel sea vessel from the 18th boat. century yeah. so pre-revolutionary yeah apparently independence hall and other revolutionary era buildings in philadelphia were constructed using timber that was harvested around the same time from the same area um, and that's how we knew wow. where, where this wood was from. And this was discovered by a tree ring scientist named Edward Cook. Thanks, Eddie. That's a cool job. Fast Eddie Cook. The ship is a type of large sailboat called a sloop. Yep. And around 1790, it was deemed junk. And its remains were used as landfill to extend the banks of the Hudson River and create more land in New York. They did that in uh, San Francisco, too. There's uh all right, well I'll save that for another episode. But there's a whole bunch of ancient quote unquote junk like that sloop that was used to uh basically like build the seaport in San Francisco and there's all kinds of crazy, crazy, crazy old like, shit under there. Yeah, like cool stuff, like uh stuff that came from like China and Japan yeah. in the nineteenth century too. Like really, really cool stuff. Back in 2014, when this was announced, the ship was supposed to go to the New York State Museum to be on display. But as of this year, I found something that said the ship is being dismantled and is being preserved at a lab at Texas A&M University. But can you imagine going to build like a parking structure at the site that like w the worst terrorist uh, event our country has ever experienced and finding a boat from 1770? That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, buried beneath modern day New York City. Yeah. Crazy. I know. What a world. I know. I We're all that. just walking on dinosaur bones, baby. Well, yeah. What's that? Um, is it Glassell Park? Glassell Park's in LA. It's in LA. What's the place in New York where there's all those bodies buried underneath it? It's got the <laughs> It's like all the places. Well, it's got like the 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 archway. Washington Square. Washington Square. And underneath it is just like uh, plague victims. Hey, I actually didn't know that. Oh, really? We talked about it in um when Steve came on. Keep yeah. it weird. We talked about it during our New York episode. Uh huh. Yeah. That's uh. I mean, that's. I think that's uh, like pretty much. I would. I know that it's true in Boston. You know, the Boston Commons. There's a bunch of dead people buried yeah. there, and I would assume the same would be true of you know Philadelphia and all the old cities, mm -hmm. DC. Yeah, there's like hundreds and hundreds of. People buried underneath Just Washington Square. Dead people Square. everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so this is my last thing, 
And this Thank has a God. <laughs> this is the shortest episode you've Ugh. ever done <laughs> of any Keep It Weird project. Ugh, fine, go. <laughs> um, I have a video to show you with Ooh, this as well. Ooh, it's a video. Well, it's not a whole video, but I do want to show you. It's, video. Ha- it's half a video, and I'll post a link for you guys too. You know, I'm really good at remembering that. I'm not. So this happened in 2016, and I can't find any updates on this, and I need to know. So I need biologists to like write an article or send a tweet. Where are the biologists? Because it's been five years, and we have nothing. So in 2016, some marine biologists were combing the ocean floor off the coast of Southern California. California. Southern California. (laughs) When they came across a strange glowing purple blob. You have to see this video. As of 2016, which is, again, the last update I can find, they have no idea what it is. It's an alien. It's an alien. That's an alien. That's an alien. The researchers literally said, I can't even hazard a guess as to what this is. (laughs) Another one of them said, this was like in a little, another video I watched. Another one of them was like, I wonder if it's some kind of underwater spider egg sack. At which time another person in the video said, let's leave it then. Because even marine biologists don't fuck with spiders. Nope. They're like, I'm a marine biologist, so I don't have to deal with spiders. <laughs> I don't have to deal with fucking I literally spiders. picked the one place there are no spiders. <laughs> so um, in the video, guys, which you should watch, and I'm about to show Joe, you can see this blob. It sticks out like a sore thumb because it is glowing and purple. It literally looks alien. Even for the ocean, it looks alien. And a big crab comes up to mess with it and slowly backs away. Like, even the crab is like, that's a UFO. The crab is like, time. what the fuck? What the fuck is this? What the fuck are you? But they ended up being able to grab it. So they are like 1,000% able to take it. But they said it could take scientists several years to determine if the organism is a new species or... Uh, and maybe even longer to find out what exactly it is. Good God. So let me show it to you. I'll I'll make the video real big. Okay, so it kind of looks almost jellyfish-like, but mm-hmm. then when your eyes focus on it a little more, you, you're like, no, not a jellyfish. Sure ain't a jellyfish. It kind of looks like a little, like a little solar system. Yeah. Doesn't it? It kind of looks like in Men in Black with the marbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're zoomed really, really, really far out from a distant solar system. And they were like, we got to grab it. And then this big crab comes. Like a big big snow crab. Crab's checking it out. Look at it. You know what it looks like? What? It looks like a fart on Rick and Morty. (laughs) Boy, that is interesting. They don't know what it is. All right, time to go. Time to go. Time to go. I feel like I'd be a really bad marine biologist because right at the moment when I would be discovering an entirely new species rather than seize the glory, I'd be like, let's get out of here. Let's get the what fuck the, out What the fuck is that? That's like when I'm a I was, marine biologist. What I, I was know what that is. telling Kate's boyfriend the other day about being a paranormal investigator, and he was like, that's cool. I was like, yeah, but we're a little different because every time something scary happens, we're like, ew. Let's get out of here. This is the worst. Run. Uh, yeah they look at this crab yeah, the crab's that, like that crab no, is doing his you. step away not today backwards isn't that weird yeah i know that you listeners unfortunately did not get the full experience mm-hmm. of this but Play that uh, video, guys but it's yeah great. that's weird and you get, and the fact that there's no updates on it 
That's an alien. Couldn't tell you. Yeah, so every single article that I've tried to research on this thing, it doesn't even have a name, comes up, you know, an article from 2016. So that's like hmm. when they found it. Fishy, pun intended. And you'd think that if it was like, I don't know if they would announce it if it was nothing. Like, what if they took it to the lab and it was like, oh, it's a children's toy? That'd be hilarious. Wouldn't that be funny? But And I guess they wouldn't report that. I guess you're right. Yeah. Now that I think about it, yeah. It's okay. probably best we don't know. Like, if they or haven't said maybe. it. Or maybe the government. Or maybe it's a big old conspiracy. Conspiracy. Maybe the government went in there and it was like they took all their research. It was like an evolution. Remember an evolution? <laughs> yeah. With, a, with David Duchovny yeah. and Orlando Jones. Boy, that's an obscure movie. That is a great film. Julianne Moore, <laughs> Dan Aykroyd, <laughs> Sean William Scott. <laughs> Um, anyways, guys, thank you for joining us this month. I know this is a really short bonus episode, um, but because we're working on big things, we have okay? big things. Sometimes coming. you got to take a step backwards so you can take countless steps forward. Exactly. Um, we are about to go record our final couple episodes of Ask Me Everything. We're going to be releasing five episodes in like two weeks pretty close a sneak peek's coming soon and i really hope you guys check it out and i hope you guys um uh enjoy listening to us just fucking dick around once a month on here too and also on an unrelated note uh my birthday is coming up oh shit joe's birthday's coming up you know, not that I'm like, you know, looking for any attention. Or right. Anything, but, but like, if you, you know, guys have any presents you want to send him. If you guys have any like cash you just want to send. Or cash. You know, I'm yeah. going to be honest with you. All right. Cash. Cash is king. Cash I think we is all king. know cash yeah. is king. Just Venmo me at. <laughs> so like, you know, whether it's, listen, whatever sum of money you feel comfortable mm-hmm. with, if whether it's, you know, $1,000, you know, $20,000 if you're having a good year, you know, whatever, however many thousands of dollars you feel comfortable giving me for my 36th birthday for no reason. And that you think that he deserves. And and we we know I deserve it, but it's just a matter of whether or not someone's able to, you know. For sure. So listen, like I said, whatever dollar amount you're comfortable with, whether it's $25,000, fifty thousand dollars however however many tens of thousands of dollars you can comfortably part with just go ahead you can venmo ashley yeah and uh and just know how much i appreciate it yeah thanks in advance for joe's hefty for the, sum of money I mean, birthday listen, present airing on the side of caution i feel like i'll probably i'll probably clear 200 grand right for your birthday this yeah. year i mean i don't see why not why wouldn't i we have all these listeners all listening these, they and they love the show tens of thousands of dollars they love the show you know i come on here i try i work hard i try mm-hmm. hard you did a lot of work today you know, i did it i prepared so much for today's episode mm-hmm. i literally i got dressed yeah i got dressed and then i i it's, i was sitting on a, a chair but then i moved to a different chair that mm-hmm. i sit into to record the podcast so you know two okay 175 grand 175 grand grand low ball shouldn't be an issue so thanks in advance everybody thank you guys so much for the money and make sure that you always keep it seared but mostly thank you for the money but mostly thank you for the money bye